0: An Overview of Harms by Me Purpose In this inventory, you will study how your own sin have harmed others and yourself. The purpose of this effort is for you to gain an honest perspective of the damage of your sins, your sinful nature's patterns, and the things you idolize, hope for, and protect. It is also an opportunity to better understand the greatness of God's love and mercy toward you the price that Christ paid to redeem your soul. Use God's Standard Examine your sins using God's standards. Recall from step one that the word for sin in the Bible means a missing of a standard, mark, or goal. In step two, you'll learn that God is holy, so His standard is absolute moral perfection. Obviously, as an imperfect human, you are powerless to live by God's standard in your own strength and miss the mark often which is why Christ came to rescue you. Although the upcoming verses suggest specific sins to consider, probably the most thorough way to evaluate your harms by me is to inventory the impact of times you have missed the mark for the great commandment. The great commandment from Matthew 22 verse 37 to 40 says, And Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment, and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Key things to consider. Remember, Christ paid for all of your sins at the cross. There is nothing you can list that God doesn't know about and Christ didn't suffer for in order to save your soul. God loves you more than you can understand. God will never reject you as you come to him in truth. Biblical recovery is a path of freedom from guilt, shame, and harmful behavior. To live free, you must honestly deal with the burden of guilt, shame, and sin that you have carried. List the things you have held in secrecy and trust God with consequences. God wants to heal you completely. If you are stuck on where to begin, start with events that you feel guilt or shame about. Consider when you have openly rebelled against God or when you have selfishly hurt someone deeply. List thoughts or attitudes of your heart that have missed the mark, not just sinful actions. Actions are the fruit of the heart. God looks at your heart and mind too. See the great commandment. List harms caused by sinful inaction too, apathy, laziness, indifference, etc. Loving God and loving your neighbor as yourself is an active process, not a passive one. You may also need to list God, yourself, and institutions in the who-what column. Understand God's Perspective Who you are in Christ You are not condemned but forgiven by God. Romans 8 verse 1 to 2 says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. You are saved by grace through faith in Christ. Ephesians 2 verse 8 to 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. You are an heir of God, made new by the Holy Spirit. Titus 3 verse 3 to 7 says, For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray. Slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior so that being justified by His grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. You are God's workmanship, transformed for a divine purpose. Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God's Standard Galatians 5 verse 19 to 21 says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Colossians 3 verse 5 to 10 says, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its Creator. Mark 7 verse 21 to 23 says, For from within, out of the heart of man comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a person. Revelation 2, verse 2 to 4 says, I know your works, your toil, and your patient endurance, and how you cannot bear with those who are evil. I know you are enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake, and you have not grown weary. But I have this against you, that you have abandoned the love you had at first. Questions to help you begin your Harms by Me inventory Use these questions to help start your Harms by Me inventory. Though not all of these questions will be relevant to you, some may jog your memory and help you begin. Revisit them if you get stuck.
1: Review the question list in Appendix C if you are dealing with the pain of abuse. Who have you hurt? Did you cause trouble a lot as a child? Did you destroy property? Did you instigate arguments? Have you ever stolen something? Have you taken items from work for personal use without permission? When have you lied? In looking back over your life, what memories do you still feel guilty about? When someone has harmed you, have you responded in a way to hurt him or her in return? Who have you openly criticized to others or through gossip? Have you spread rumors? Have you abandoned relationships? Have you tried to force relationships that are not as you would have them? Do you make excessive demands of your spouse or children? How do you respond when you are angry with your spouse? When he or she is angry with you? Do you allow your extended family or children to come between you and your spouse? Do you put wealth, reputation, or career above family relationships, above other values in life? Is it difficult for others to please you? Are you often critical of those you love? Have you been unkind or cruel to others in order to make it in business or society? Do you compare yourself to others? How do you act when you feel inferior or superior to someone? Are there people who you try to please so much that you are not honest with them? Do you feel that others owe you? How do you respond when you don't get what you deserve? Who have you hurt with your words? Who have you hated in your thoughts? Do you spend time investing in the welfare and happiness of others? Do you recklessly borrow money regardless of your ability to repay? Are you a penny pincher? Refusing to support your family properly Do you judge people who appear to be less fortunate than you? Those who appear more fortunate? What activities or habits have you engaged in that have caused harm to your health? Steps to take as you fill out your inventory worksheet
0: First, pray. Ask God to bring to mind harms you have done, reveal sinful patterns, and show you His grace. Second, read the scriptures relating to God's standard and the previous questions. Third, begin writing down every instance of harm you have done that comes to mind. First, list the person in the Who-What column, then the event in the Cause column. Leave some space between events, but do not worry about filling out other columns yet. Fourth, once you have listed out all of the harms that you can remember in the Who What and the Cause columns, fill out the rest of the columns, one harm at a time. Use Appendix B, Identifying Potential Idols, and Appendix D, Feelings List, to help you complete these columns. If you are dealing with the pain of abuse, review the inventory examples and questions in Appendix C. Fifth, after you have finished, reread Who You Are in Christ. Thank God that these sins are in the past and have been nailed to the cross. You are clean, holy, and pure because of Jesus. Harms by Me Inventory Examples Who, what I harmed? My brother. I caused harm when I took ten dollars to buy music without asking him. I intended to repay it but haven't. He hasn't noticed. How I responded. I have kept it a secret. What he doesn't know won't hurt him. I dismiss it as unimportant, tell myself I'll get to it someday, and justify my actions because he owes me anyway. My response was selfish, dishonest, fearful, dismissive, judgmental, self-righteous. My response valued music, money, peace, my brother's trust and opinion of me. Who, what I harmed, my employees. I caused harm when I often demand long hours from employees and sacrifices of family time to be successful. I can be overbearing with timelines and demands. I do not trust that anyone will perform to levels of excellence without being pushed. I am quick to fire underachievers. How I responded I distance myself personally and emotionally from employees so I can easily let them go. I do not trust people to get their work done. I punish those who do not or cannot rearrange schedules when needed. I do not like myself. I feel empty. I only feel good when I complete a deal. My response was, Self-serving, prideful, distrustful, judgmental, controlling, inconsiderate, successful, fear of failure. My response valued, Business success over developing people and relationships, Winning, My career and financial success. My goals over God's plan. Who, what I harmed. My wife. I caused harm when, my parents offered to take us on a trip. My wife is sensitive to taking big gifts from family. Without discussing it with my wife, I agreed and they purchased tickets. We had discussed a vacation for just us that year, but by the time I told my wife, the trip was already booked. My response. I didn't want to disappoint my parents and selfishly wanted to go on a big vacation with their money. I was afraid of my wife's response, so I kept it a secret for a few days, then tried to convince her it was a better option for us. She was hurt that I said yes without her input. My response was, fearful of saying no to parents and wife, poor leadership, selfish, secretive, dishonest, isolated, discounted wife's opinion and counsel. My response valued, a big trip, saving money versus vacation with my wife, my parents' and wife's approval, peace, my desires over my wife's desires.